think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, July 14th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Did you know Oregon has a digital COVID-19 vaccine app? No? Well, you're not alone. The state spent $2.4 million to create a smartphone app in late April that gives Oregonians a way to show they've been vaccinated against COVID-19 through a scannable QR code. The idea was people didn't have to be concerned about losing or forgetting their paper card. Businesses would also have a quick way to confirm the vaccination status of customers. So why hasn't this become a thing? That's unclear. As of June 30th, just 45,000 Oregonians had downloaded QR codes. 6,000 people were repeat users. Oregon has failed to get the same traction as Washington State with a similar app it launched in October. In fact, Oregon's app fails spectacularly compared to Washington, which saw more than 1 million downloads in less than a year. California saw 8.2 million downloads so far. Experts think Oregon may have missed the boat in timing. Washington launched during a surge in cases. Oregon did not. Oregon said it intentionally launched the app slower than other states to make it, quote, equitable and accessible. Oregon Labor Commissioner Val Hoyle dramatically reduced the fine issued to a Gresham Bakery nearly a decade ago when it refused to sell a wedding cake to a same-sex couple. Sweet Cakes by Melissa had faced a $135,000 fine, but Hoyle slashed that to thirty grand. That's in response to a January 26th order by the Oregon Court of Appeals that called for a reduction. The case made national headlines nine years ago when Laurel and Rachel Bowman Cryer filed a complaint against Sweet Cakes by Melissa owners Aaron and Melissa Klein, alleging the bakery refused to bake them a wedding cake upon learning that the cake would be for a same-sex couple. Oregon Labor Commissioner at the time, Brad Avakian, levied a massive fine, saying the bakery had violated the couple's civil rights. It's illegal to discriminate against gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people in jobs and in places that serve the public, including bakeries in Oregon. The Gresham bakers had cited their religion as grounds for refusing to serve the couple. Ontario is waiving about $1 million in unpaid nuisance fines and penalties that it imposed on dozens of its own citizens in the past four years. The town of 11,000 on the Oregon side of the border with Idaho had imposed fines to people and businesses for excessive weeds, storing cars on property, and other issues. The mayor of Ontario challenged the ordinance when his business faced a $500 fine. Susan Ragsdale, a woman who's lived in Ontario for 45 years, said she received a city notice by certified mail July 14th of 2020 saying she had violated the nuisance code by failing to cut weeds on her property. Then 70 years old, Ragsdale worked in the summer heat, cut and sprayed all the weeds on the parking strip outside her gate abutting the city street in time for the deadline imposed by the city. She left the cut weeds and piles on the parking strip and didn't trim all the weeds within her fence because she didn't think she had to. Eight days later, she received a fine for $700. 
Ragsdale tried to contact city leaders about the penalty, but City Hall was closed during the pandemic. She left messages with Ontario police but didn't get any calls back. By October of 2020, the city placed a $700 lien on her property. Two months later, not knowing what to do, she gave up and she paid the bill. Once the lawsuit was filed, the city agreed to waive fines and penalties pending against 176 people, including Ragsdale. In the settlement agreement agreed upon by the city, it agreed that the nuisance process was unconstitutional and caused harm. It waived all fines from 2018 until April 12th of this year. Anglers rejoice. Recreational salmon and steelhead fishing on the Columbia River is being extended until August 1st. Better-than-expected returns at the Bonneville Dam on the Columbia prompted Oregon and Washington state biologists to extend the fishing window another two weeks. The season was supposed to end this Wednesday. The announcement means salmon and steelhead fishing remains on from Astoria all the way to the Bonneville Dam upriver. Limits remain the same. Two adult fin-clipped Chinook salmon per day and one steelhead. All sockeye are considered adults. Spring and summer Chinook runs at Bonneville have beat expectations this year. Sockeye are also now predicted to arrive in record numbers and have been more than three times the original forecast. It's not clear whether biologists will relax steelhead restrictions on the Deschutes River and other rivers as a result of the better-than-expected runs on the Columbia. For more stories about things or fish that make Oregon special, go to hereisoregon.com. For more stories, photos, and videos from the World Athletics Championships in Eugene, head to oregonlive.com slash oregon22 or hereisoregon.com slash oregon22. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash podsupport.